Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where uncle and nephew give you a breakdown of the latest Bears experience. I'm uncle, and I'm nephew, and we're talking bears. Week 10, Bears host Vikings. Nephew, are you okay? No. I'm not. I was a four weeks ago. Ah, uh, <laughs> me too. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Five hundred. Five hundred. Five hundred sounds like a lot. Just doesn't feel like a lot. Eh? I mean, it kind of does when you went from five and one to five and five. It's like five hundred <sighs> isn't a good thing at that point. So. No, no. It definitely was losing control. You know what? Atrocious. It was, yeah. But I like to think like, of bad words that I can say on air that aren't like you know derogatory, but like that explain how I feel. Atrocious, like disgusted, and atrocious. Excellent words. Yeah. Uh, do you remember things, the huh? old S curve before they smoothed it out uh, downtown? <laughs> and and it was it was very very sharp. It was two ninety degree turns, and when it snowed or when it was icy. There would be pileups. Just it was guaranteed. You know, yeah. you were. That's, Where, where's where's this at? Uh, this is this is right uh, at Wacker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it was Lakeshore Drive, but right about you know Wacker. Ah, uh, I know exactly. What you're yeah, talking about. and you, guaranteed <laughs> for a good accident. You know, a little bit of snow, bam, smash, four or five cars, <laughs> wham. Yeah. That's the this season right that now. That was the sound effect. That yeah, yeah. and I, I'm pretty positive that's this season because for for I think it was an hour. No, it was like three and a half hours. We were on top of our division <laughs> by ourselves. Three and yeah, a half hours. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. It, it was sad. It was three and a half hours. We were on top of the division. Four in a row. We went from five and one to five and five. And, and and I didn't expect them to be perfect on this stretch because I know it was a tough stretch, yeah. but I didn't expect them to be bad. I mean, let's be honest. The games that we won when we were five and one, we already weren't perfect. It's like uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, winning from true. there wouldn't have meant perfect. It would have just meant like, okay, we're still trending in the right direction. Truth, truth. I would say when I look at it, you know, we should have – we we – we could not have been in a better position to beat the saints. Right. We really couldn't have been in a better position to beat the Vikings. Right. Right. And so those are the, you know, I'll take the other two losses, you know, but those are two games where we really came super close to winning the game and just uh, fell face first into the mud, laid there for a while and you know, waited for the vultures to come pick the meat off the bones. I mean, that's how else can you describe it? Uh, well, you know what? It, it sucks and it's unfortunate. But it's, it, to me, I look at it like this: It's like at the end of the day, when you, when you go into any any competition, right? And you know, maybe, of course, of course, right? You, there's some pros and cons to to the fight, to the bout, to the to whatever the competition is. Um, and for us, it's, it's our offensive line, which is our con, right? It's our it's our offense. It's our inability to to, to put points up on offense, and, and sometimes flat out just move the ball down the field. But we have this uncanny ability, right? Because we're we're pretty 
darn good on defense, right? We have this uncanny ability to not only be um, at, at a handicap in many of, in many ways on offense. Not only is that the case, we're going to find our way to shoot ourselves in the foot also. Not only are we going to be not as good as you, we're going we're gonna to make ourselves a little bit worse. We're going to start off 10 points down also. And it's just like, what's, what's that about? I mean, Mac picks the ball off. We throw it back. We stop him. We get a punt. We fump. We muff the punt. Yep. And it's just like, to me, those two plays, that's the game. We lose by six. That's the game. There we go. And and and, and I'm, I'm going to say I, I agree with you uh, uh, that, that that sucks. I'm going to say same thing happened in the Saints game. I mean, you know, it's a close game. It's going to overtime, but we could have avoided overtime if uh, we just don't get into a fist fight mm. when we're on offense. Right. You know, defense coax the other team into getting into a fist fight, make them go backwards and lose the ball. Right. You know, don't when you're when you're on your way to victory, self-destruct. And you know, Foles had a bad day at quarterback maybe say. could be the worst of his career um and it wasn't that it was that different than a good day for him at quarterback i was about to say because i feel like i'm getting deja vu right now like we just like we recorded this same thing the last five four weeks in a row yeah yeah foes. yeah but but before you know he was hitting for 250 300 yards was he yeah yeah oh, okay but today yesterday uh Monday I'm pretty night sure football, Foles he is, is for averaging yards. under 200. I mean, averaging under 300 yards going into yesterday's game. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, yeah, he's yeah, at about 265 or something. But like it will. That. T- I mean, think about it. That's 150 yards more, more than he threw for yesterday. I, I'm not. I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you at all. You throw that 150 in there, and we win hands down. We win hands down. But that's to me. That's that's the sad part. That's the sad part and because it, what we have to do is look at his average that he had going into yesterday's game, uh, roughly 265 yards. It's not it's not uh, it's not like blowing your mind or anything like that as far as the stats. But what you have to look at after seeing yesterday's game and realizing is that that's something to be appreciated because well, he actually might not be able to produce that again, even though it's nothing spectacular. Yeah. It's 150 yards more. It's that's huge. Then what he's going to yards is is and it huge. Isn't, it isn't like the Vikings are the number one defense in in the league. It, it 150 is huge. It's and, huge. Yeah, and then when you it's look huge. at Mitch uh, isn't going to throw that at Mitch. And I mean, I say Mitch hasn't thrown for that few yards. Yeah, but but when you look at it, when you look at it, and you look yeah. at the whole thing as, as, in perspective, um, you have to sit back and you I'm know sitting all the way back. Oh my gosh! Well. <laughs> The Bill Lazor's first game call in plays was the worst I've seen the Bears offense in three years. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Is. That's it that's is. an enormous sentence. And you know, honestly, I didn't expect a lot. We picked him up from Cincinnati and and Miami, neither of which team I think Wow, great offense. I mean, yeah. two is turning it around in Miami, but you know, you know, it's just that's not what you know, you're not thinking, wow, this is going to be great. Um, you know, it, it felt like a yes man hire, uh, you know, and 
uh, frankly, Nagy did fantastically better calling the plays than Laser. And, and that's tough because we were tired of some of the foolish plays, but this takes foolish plays to a, a whole new level. Let's jump into a couple of them. Uh, let's <laughs> jump into we're trying to push to save our hide um, before we throw the ball away on fourth down to Miller, who clearly didn't catch in the beginning of the game uh, in the first quarter, didn't catch a fingertip catch up above his head. And it became an interception that turned the tide of the game. Then we throw it to Miller again for a fingertip catch that he doesn't catch that would have been the game-winning touchdown. Um, this has to let you know, you know, as much as I like Miller and as well as he's played at times, you know, this guy's been out there for three years and he's just not even close to outplaying the rookie on the other side. If you ask me, do I want their rookie or Allen Robinson? I want Allen Robinson. If you ask me, do I want their rookie or Miller? This it, Don't even ask. I mean, yeah, that's you know, don't that. don't ask, don't ask because that. that's a that's a silly sentence. Don't but ask. I'm, I'm not I'm not so I'm not sold on that. I'm not sold on that because I'm I agree with you, uh, with Miller. I don't uh, he's he's so iffy. Some days he comes through for us, but it's very few and far between. Um, yesterday, early on in that game, he dropped a pass. It was a high pass. Hit his fingertips. He should have caught it. That last play that you're referring to with that pass, that that pass was out of reach. He dove out. He laid out. He, he couldn't get that ball. Um, it was frustrating. Well, it hit to his me, fingertips again. Was frustrating to me. Yeah, and I and and most generally, I would agree. But you don't catch a ball with your fingertips. You catch it with your hands. And, and, and to be honest with you. It was a bad pass. It was a bad pass. It, but it, what I'll say it, is this. It could have, if he put a little more air under the yeah, ball. Yeah, I think we could have got it. And, and, laid, and, and led him into the end zone. Uh, that's, six, that's six points. That was a you, bad pass you know by what? Foles. I don't mind passes that miss like that. I would rather some of those, pa I would rather that pass in place of some of the sacks that we that we give up some of the uh plays where uh Foles is just standing in the pocket knowing it's gonna collapse and he's just like waiting for his life to end in the pocket and it's just like some of the times I'm okay with that like missing close is not to me it's not the end of the world what's frustrating is that that missed pass is one of his better passes that pa the, that close pass that went off his fingertips that's almost the closest that he ever gets the ball to any of our guys ever. That and was it's just a, unfortunate that it was the last play of the game. I'm not gonna eat Miller's lunch for that. I'm gonna eat it. I, his lunch would have already been gone with me because he that early pass. Miller is very inconsistent for us. And it's unfortunate, but that pass I'm not gonna blame on him. I'm gonna say it wasn't a great pass from from Foles, but. Unfortunately, out of the entire drive of all the missed passes that we make and the and busted plays that we run, that that incomplete pass was maybe the best play of the drive. How about the worst play of the drive? It's third. You need a first down to keep your hope alive to win the game. You are in striking distance of winning the game. They already gave you the game by missing the doggone extra point. All you have to do is score. And on third down, we throw a screen that's a wide receiver screen to a side where everyone is that is so close to being a, a 
uh, lateral <laughs> that right. it's ridiculous. And, you know, how do you on third down not create a play? This is a Bill Lazor bad, bad call. You got to get a couple people past the the first down marker. You we know the rule. It's third down receiver get past the first down marker. Aside from that, you have no guarantee of getting the first. And that was a first we needed and you're going to go to a wide receiver on second down go to the wide receiver screen. On third down, that's just a bad bad play. It's it's I'd rather you do a running back screen. Make the receivers go upfield and draw some people out of the way and screen it to the running back. Maybe you got a chance, but a wide receiver screen, and that's it. Oh, that play was horrible. I agree. I don't know who's I – don't, I don't know. I don't understand why they can't – why they haven't. Uh, been making some better play calls. Well, well let me let me we let do me, so many plays laterally. Let me let we me help you with go a down the field. Let's compare the uh, Bears versus all their opponents. So if you look at Bears Sheesh. versus the opponents, here the opponents this season have thirty four hundred yards. We've got three thousand yards. Okay, that's not good. You don't want them to have more yards than us. And now factor in, we have a great defense. So even though our defense is great and the defense is holding these teams under 30, no one has scored 30 points on us. No one has blown us out. You, you factor that in. So when you're 400 shy of one of the best defenses around, you, that's 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 really bad. We shouldn't. But where's the bad? Okay, so passing isn't necessarily the problem. We've got 2,227 2, yards passing. Our opponents have 2,250. It's about even. We've got 16 touchdowns. They've got 12. We're ahead. We've got 11 picks that we threw. They've got six picks they threw. That's a problem. A big problem. That's a big problem. But here's where it gets silly. We've <laughs> run for 782 yards this season. Oh it's God. 10 games in. And we've run for 782. Our opponents have run for 1,151. But again, let's factor this in. We faced Delvin Cook, best back in the NFL, Held him under 100 yards. Right. We faced Henry, one of the toughest backs that we've seen uh, uh, since the Houston Oilers great. Uh, um, oh, my God, I just lost his name. Um, anyway, uh, uh, one of the biggest, toughest backs around. Held him way under 100 yards. We faced Alvin Kamara. Held him under 100 yards. But somehow, we can't even equal what we consider a terrible performance by those type of guys. But wait a minute. Here's the kicker. So running backs are averaging four yards a carry against us. We're averaging 3.6 yards a carry against them. So when you look at it, a half yard per carry isn't the problem. It's the fact that we refuse to run the ball. Because if we were anywhere close to as many attempts 
as the other team runs against us, we would be close to the same yardage. We'd be a little less. But, you know, if you're down 100 yards to your opponents overall after 10 games, that's not a big deal. But when you're down 400 yards, that's a lot. And then when you start to weigh in, how many first downs is that? And when right. you look at it, it's it's 61 first downs running for the opponents, 43 for us. How many how many yards did we um yesterday's yesterday how many how many yards did we get yesterday the whole team the the whole game the game it was ridiculous no we don't want to discuss that no I do we have to no, we I, I need that I, number I, I, I don't I don't want to look at that that's depressing. It's depressing, it's but horrible. In, in my mind, um, it's, 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 it, it, it's it tells me this. It tells me this. I don't think any of those guys um, suit up, put their uniforms on, and walk out on the field and say, I plan on getting my behind whipped today. I don't think they do. So in my mind, they're going out there, giving their effort, and um, this is what they produced. Nephew, <laughs> I mean, it's just like I don't know. It's like what you said. I remember in one of, uh, one of our uh, episodes that we did, and you were like, you know, uh, we don't want to sit back and sit out there and be like, oh, they're just not playing their game. We're just not playing our game. This isn't our best. This may, ve- you said this very well may be their best, and when they give you their best and they show you what their best is, you have to accept that. And to me, the way that our team is playing. And the yards that we put up is very telling to the point where I don't even see our defense tackling guys anymore. It's come to the point where the defense is like, you know what? We literally have to take the ball away and score. So there's no reason to hit guys out here all the time because when it gets late in the game and the offense isn't producing anything, it makes no sense for us to get them to go three and out. We literally have to take the ball away and score on our own because our offense, who has the ball in their hand, can't do it. And and I think – you, you, you're hitting it on the head. So this may have been, I don't know where this ranks in all-time bad Bears ever. games. Ever. Yeah. You see on the sand It could be. Ever. It could be. We <laughs> had, here is the number, 149 total yards. Total yards. We had 108 Khalil passing. Khalil Mack had an interception. And 41. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't really count for the offense. Oh, okay. I was yeah. about to say. But we, we had... Uh-huh. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Patterson on his return is 100. 100 yards. Yeah. Uh, and how so many did we have? 140? We had 149 total on yards. Offense. That's on offense, right. passing and running. Right. We passed for 108. We ran for 41. Honestly, that's just not a professional output. It's disgusting. That's not a professional output. And I'm not going to lie. It was a point in the game after Patterson ran that kickback and I was excited because oh. he, he runs every kick out of the end zone even if it's the back of the end zone so I was excited to see him get that especially in yesterday's game where it was even though we we usually don't move the ball well on offense it was just extremely terrible yesterday turning so, point so to, yeah turning point. so to see him get that was definitely a turning point put us in the lead uh but what it, there was a point in that game where I was thinking like you know what we should just snap the ball and just throw it back to Patterson as if he's returning a kickoff 
and get those guys from special teams out there in place of the line and say, hey, we're just going to toss this ball back to Patterson and we'll treat every play like it's a kickoff return because that worked. Yeah. And when something works for us, I feel like let's milk it because not a lot works for us as far as scoring. How about how about being how about being smart? And I know Patterson's not really a a great punt returner from the standpoint of, um, you know, he makes errors as to whether he should catch. He, he's not going to fair catch it. So right. that's that's where. It, but neither did the other guy. But yeah, the other guy didn't catch it at all. But when you're when you're when you just ran one back for a touchdown, yeah. the defense stops them, and now they're punting. Why not put him back there again just to scare them? Just the fear factor. Yeah, you know, scare the other. Put some fear in the other team. There's a, there's supposed to be a fear factor. And I mean, honestly, even before the psychological aspect of the fear factor, which I do agree with. Before we even talk about uh, trying to play a psychological game, let's be real with ourselves. That got us points. Nothing else is. Let's do it again. Put what's working out there on the field. Well, wait a minute. So Sheesh. is that like running that play where Montgomery got 38, 38 yards? yards yeah. and do, Well, we haven't done that again. We don't do we it with anybody else. We, yeah, we could do that with anybody. It was just a nice give to the up back with the – with a uh, with Cordell Patterson uh, in motion coming uh, toward the line of scrimmage, you could run the same play with Nall. They'd never expect Nall to get that ball. They wouldn't. No. And, and to be honest with you, the way that they play call some of those plays, it makes me feel like the plays that do work when we get yards down the field are complete fluke plays. And like the the, the coach, the uh, Nagy, whoever laser, it's like they don't they don't expect those plays to really work. Because it's like they don't actually call on those plays again. It's just like, oh my god, we got yards out of that. Great. Well, it it or or they're they're Let's not mess it up by doing it twice. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> playing a mental game on themselves. Well, for real, they they well don't do that again. And the mental game worked. is you don't have the talent on the offensive line to play games. So let's go back to talent on the offensive line because I really haven't whined about this, but I'm a whine about this. If oh you think gosh. back to last season, I, I, I'm not sure if I said it out loud on the on the podcast or not, but but I wanted us to draft two offensive linemen with our second round, two second round picks. I think you said that. Yeah, because hey, there were great offensive linemen in that draft. I mean, it was a thick draft for offensive linemen, and we refused to do it. And honestly, I'd trade Komet in a heartbeat for a good rookie offensive lineman. And I, I I think Johnson was a fantastic pick, and we needed him. But to be honest, we didn't need him as much as we needed some help on the offensive line. Facts. And, you know, if we just got some, some, some guys that are just – you know, you pass, pass protection is more difficult than – run blocking if we just got some road graders some guys that are you know six two six one three hundred and thirty five pounds so they're kind of compact and it just knock people off the off the ball you know if if we could just run the ball it changes the game it changes everything and you know we we it's sad it, it's sad that, that we have a defense this good and an offense this bad 
And honestly, special teams aren't much better. Uh, special teams have failed us over and over again, game after game. That was a great play for Patterson and the special teams. Great blocking, great run back. But the, it doesn't make up for all the failures on special teams. Um, and, and we're just we're not a whole team. And we've got to make some major changes to get to be a whole team. And, and you know, congratulations to Mac on a beautiful pick. Congratulations to the defense on doing its job. <sighs> and middle fingers to the offense for giving it right back. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, come on. Well, I, I've been waiting for Mac to, to – um, you know, get some turnovers, get going. And when we get a play and instantly turn around and give it right back. Right back. It's disgusting. And, I mean, like like you said, I don't want to blame anyone specifically, even though I don't like how Foles has been performing. Like, I'm disgusted with his performance. But at the end of the day, the offensive line is atrocious. I mean, it's a, almost every other play or every play, there's a guy that's just got free reign to the quarterback. Nobody's going to touch not him. Not a guy. It's not like I'm you sorry, just I meant have to say one at least, guy. At least one guy. If, if it was one guy, you could you could do something you about would, that as think, a quarterback. Yeah. You could you can move. You could step in a, up in a pocket. You can slide out of the pocket. No, it's just bad. It's it's it. There there's an onslaught of humanity coming toward our quarterback every play. There is, and you know what. And you would think that after three years of uh, uh, Trubisky, the Trubisky era, and we're having a terrible offensive line, that they would say, you know what, maybe if we get some protection on the offensive line, since our defense has been good for three years, you know, uh, then then we'll be okay and we'll we'll start going in the right direction. But no, they just keep leaving us out to dry. Uh, guys playing out of out of position. It's just ridiculous. Well, I, I think it's it, here's here's my thought. I think that you know we spend a truckload of money on defense and it shows up and it's and it's a benefit. But when we look back and, and, and we just have to be realistic. Okay, yep, it's fun to be in this passing era of the NFL. But if you're going to spend all your coin on defense, you're not going to be able to buy great wide receivers, a great quarterback, and a great pass protection line. Right. Left tackles are as expensive as anything nowadays. But you know what you can buy? You can buy the ability to run the ball. Right. And if you can buy the ability to run the ball with a defense like ours, you can be extremely competitive if not. If we could run the ball, we'd at least be – uh, seven and three, yeah. At least because uh, the the Vikings game and the Saints game would have been no big deal if we could run the ball right. uh, consistently. Right. And again, we looked at the stats. It's not that we can't run the ball. It's just that we quit running the ball. Right. But I mean, if we were really set up that we could, uh, when I say run the ball, I mean when the other team knows I'm running, and they know I need to run. I can still run and right. still get my yards. Right. Um, that there's fear in their mind that I might get the yards I need. So, you know, but and you got to pick. Okay, so if we're going to go all passing, which we chose, how in the world can you do that without putting together pass protection? Yeah. 
And you know what? If you're going to do it without pass protection, how do you how in the world do you choose in free agency the least mobile quarterback you can find? Right. Exactly. I'm, I mean, you could have gotten Bridgewater semi-mobile. You could have gotten Newton highly mobile. But you pick Foles and and I love the the I love they the pedigree defense. I love the pedigree of the 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 Super Bowl champion and MVP pedigree. But guess what? If you can't protect Foles, he's almost useless. Almost, huh? Almost. Oh, okay. Almost. I almost. I mean, we've won a few hmm. games, but with if, Foles, yeah, huh? Yeah, we've won a few games with Foles. Did we? Yeah, oh, we okay. did. But if, if if you, I mean, he stepped in in that game through three touchdowns. We won. Uh, then he won two other games, and right. then he just has been laying eggs. Yeah, four and two. But if you can't, we can three. Yeah, if you can't protect him, it's not going to happen because right. he is of he is like the immobile quarterback of immobile quarterbacks. Of you course, know, he, is. he doesn't. He's he's slow and ineffective and not really strong. You know, he's not, you know, so you just, how do you, how you, it's not going to work. That doesn't work. (laughs) Then if you know you're going to do that, buy an offensive line. I mean, one would think. And if you can't afford an offensive line, then buy a mobile quarterback. Right. Who can get out of there. But, you know, like, yeah. I was watching uh, some old clips and I was like, you know what? Um, I was, I was noticing Cutler. I was just, uh. You know, I'm like, why is it that I just feel like uh, Foles is just even with the bad line, I feel like Foles is just extremely unproductive. But then I was watching some clips of Cutler, and I was noticing like Cutler knew what was going on when he would snap the ball. Sometimes he would drop out so many yards back, and he would just take like the largest steps, like the dropbacks. It'd just be insane, like how he one step he'll just jump back. You know, just to give himself some room, like he he knew his knew his line was going to break down. Well, uh, I I am going to disagree with you about Cutler. I'm going to say that Cutler sacked himself so many times. When I say that, I mean uh, uh, he put kind of like there was a play where Foles got sacked, where he's just standing there holding the ball, looking at the guy that's going to sack him. Yeah. He he stepped back, plenty of time to throw the ball away. And just said, and just nah, yeah. I just want to be sacked. I don't want to throw the ball away. Right. You know, there had to be somebody on an out route that you can throw the ball over his head out of bounds. They can't call that uh, right. intentional just, grounding because right. if there's a man on an out route, it, you can accidentally throw it out of bounds right. on purpose. Right. You know, but, but that type of stuff, Cutler literally would would go so far back he would outrun his protection right right and i'm not i'm not yeah, saying that yeah, to to, yeah, yeah. to say and, that and Cutler, he would sack himself he would if he had just stayed in the pocket he'd have been fine right but he'd go to you know i remember a play where cutler was running from indomitian sue when sue was young and, okay that's a bad idea just get rid of the ball he stops to try to throw the ball instead of throwing it away while he runs. That's like, oh no, you're gonna get killed. He of right. course gets killed, right? You know, and, 
then I, I, I'm pretty sure he, that was the end of his game that day. Yeah. You know, and it's just one of those things. It's like, Asua's moving like a bolt of lightning and he's 305 pounds. Don't, and, and he's mean. All right. Don't give him the opportunity <laughs> to hit you, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess I, all I was talking about, because Cutler made a lot of boneheaded decisions. Yes. I was just talking about how I noticed, knowing that the offensive line would break down like that, he would give himself uh, some space. And sometimes it's necessary. Uh, the clips I was seeing, he had made a couple good passes. Of course, they were good clips they were trying to show. But um, it, just the point was, on some of those passes, because of the way that he got himself out of the pocket or created a little room for him, is the only difference in him being able to get some of those passes off. Foles specifically does exactly what you said. He stands there in that pocket. He doesn't climb the pocket. He just stands there, and it's like, all right, uh, it's breaking down on me. Oh, my God, I'm sacked. And it's like, dude, give yourself a chance. Of course the offensive line is going to break down. Be ready for it. Think about what you can do. You get what I'm saying? Affect the game in the ways you can affect the game. But it's like we he just doesn't have it. He just doesn't have it. He doesn't have those skills. And, it's and, like with, with and, the, like you said with Newton or with the Bridgewater, somebody like that uh, would at least have some other options for themselves when things start to break down. I've seen on a few occasions this year the play starts to break down. Foles, you can tell in his mind he's like, oh, I should run with this ball because the play is broken down. And then he starts to run, and it's like, well, it's like an equal distance between the defender and the first down marker and him. And it's like, oh, he just does the the most the most sucker things you can do, and just cowards up, and it's just like, oh my god, it, it's 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 not disgusting. Fu- it's not fun to watch. It's it's, it's terrible to watch. And at least we know, like, well, Mitch, he'll lower his shoulder and try to, you know. Oh, Mitch is a Mitch is a man. He'll lower his shoulder and, and yeah, he will. And I mean, and, and go in and, and going for the hit. And I hate to say it because we I've seen the same stagnant offense with uh, Foles and Mitch. So what does that tell you? But it just pisses me off when it comes down to those plays that at least I feel like, well, Mitch isn't going to be, he's not going to be a coward about this. And and let's tell the truth. When we first started the season, our sentence was Foles is more accurate than Trubisky. Right. But at this point in the season, I I I can't say that. that. He's not more accurate right now. I was wrong. He, and he may be more accurate over the total of his career, his mind, but not right now. Perception in our minds, what we think he can do. Sometimes I think we look at things like the Super Bowl MVP, and it's like, oh, you know, and you and you and you allow yourself to give the credit. I mean, it's a team game. You get what I'm saying? So, right. But at the end of the day, I feel like Foles playing with us is a is a is a true picture of, of what Foles can do. Let, because it's not like when you say, oh, let's take Michael Jordan in his prime and try to throw him on another team. I'm pretty sure most <laughs> people would be confident that he's going to go out there I and think make that, that team a lot better. Okay, right? I think I think Michael Jordan did try to go play for the Wizards. Well, I mean, in all, in all fairness, Michael Jordan was one of the best players in the league on the Wizards, averaging still 25 at almost 40 years old. But it was it was, it was, it was not fun to watch. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but, I, but I think that's because of the expectations, right? right. I think that uh, Foles, like if you think of Super Bowl MVP and Bears falls. I think it's a. I think it's an extremely uh, bigger difference than the Jordan Bulls versus the Jordan Wizards. For that, for our analogy, uh, Foles isn't even close. No, I'm, I'm going to say it's it's the same. Like the Jordan Bulls were unbeatable, and the Jordan the Wizards. Let's let's, let's, be, <laughs> let's be fair. Let's be fair. I watched Michael Jordan go out there and score 40 points at 40 years old against Antoine uh, against Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce. Foles isn't doing that against superstars in the league. He's playing against. He's okay, just not. I, I he's will. Not. I will accept 
your sentence, I would accept that sentence. But realize, yeah, I get it that the Jordan Bulls won six championships. We know six chips, right? And that's the home team. So of course there, we there we know, you go. There we you know go. what that's about. There you go. But, but I'm, I'm just saying it, it would be nice to get some production. I mean, when you think about you, it, like you're you a former can't. Super Bowl MVP. Even when the Wizards looked at Michael Jordan, it's like, well, the Wizards know they aren't the Bulls. We don't have a Scottie Pippen. We don't have a Dennis Rodman. We don't have those pieces that Jordan's going to come here and play with. But we still know that when Jordan gets here. He's going to make our team better. Yeah, and, and I got here and he did not make our team better, and that's just the facts. Okay, and I accept that. So I'm also going to say, though, okay, let's tell the truth. What do you think? Patrick Mahomes gets drafted instead of Trubisky, is installed in this exact offense and given the same plays. What's the outcome? We're a better team. I didn't ask if we're a better team. Do we win? I mean, yes. By being a better team, we win. I think by this point, if we would have had Mahomes, I think we'd have won the Super Bowl. And sometimes I, I feel like uh, – God- and this is what's, what's crazy, and this is the thing. I don't think that Foles isn't a, a good player any more than I look at, like, guys in the NBA or in any other sport or any team. They've won, they've won with a team that they've played with, and they may have been sitting on the back of the bench. I think sometimes you may have the skills that fit in with the guys that are around you. But I feel like with some guys like I.E. Mahomes, I think there are some things that he can do that enhance the teams. Like some of his attributes. Without the guys around him, there's something that he can bring to the game that will actually enhance the team. I, and I don't think Foles has that. I'm going to say, I, I would say that if we had Mahomes in 2018, I could maybe agree with you that we win the Super Bowl there. Um, aside from that year, in these last next two years, with what we're seeing, I don't think Mahomes gets his $600 million contract. I think Mahomes is at best average and maybe win a couple more games because of his ability to throw and run. Right. But there's no way that a single quarterback uh, – I mean, maybe I, – I would say that Michael Vick in his prime could maybe make this team look decent. And that's because he didn't need an offensive line. The worst thing you could do against Michael Vick is get him outside of the pocket. You'd much rather, even though he had a cannon for an arm, you'd much rather he stands in the pocket and throw the ball. Because the second he left the pocket, all bets were off. And if you didn't have lightning fast linebackers and defensive ends, he was gone. He could... You know, he was he was yeah. he was gone. So that would be the only type of player that could fit what happens where teams are like, okay, we could blitz him and we could get get you know we could decimate the line, but that'll make him run. So let's not do that because that's bad for us. You know, that's that's the only thing. And, and when with a line as bad as we have, um, you know, and, and even sometimes our line is so bad at times that that even that wouldn't work because we have, you know, running backs that get, you know, three guys hitting them simultaneously. And, and we're supposed to be running the ball. It's like, what kind of craziness is this? Right. So, I, I mean, just bottom line, yeah, uh, we are not – we we are fighting to be one of the worst offenses in the NFL while we have one of the best defenses and that's hard to do and and, and we need you know I, I don't want to keep beating this we've got it's bad it's just bad I mean it's just it's bad bad it, it's 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 bad the season's not over uh, you know again 
we just uh, so solutions to me this the only solution i heard uh uh jim miller former bears qb talking about this and he's absolutely right you got to start with what you can do and you know he he's his his philosophy similar to mine is stop the penetration up front um he 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 said use alex bars uh must is he Mustafer? Mustafer mm-hmm. and uh, Cody White here to just prevent people from coming through the middle. And if they if they beat uh, uh, Leno and Massey or whoever's on the edges at the time around the ends, you got to live with that. But you got to stop guys going straight up the gut and 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 pushing falls backwards or pushing the running back backwards, going straight up the gut. You got to be able to protect directly in front of your quarterback. Right. And I, I think he's, I think, you know, y- you got, and also I, I'm going to say again, double tight end sets. We've got two tight ends. Komet is supposed to be good. And Graham is a hall of famer. So you got two tight ends, uh, double tight end sets. And let's, you know, work a lot out of there. So, because you can run or pass, and you got to run some and pass some out of those sets and make it hurt the other team. We've got to, we've got to get, we've got to simplify the playbook. Throw out the stuff. If there's a play we've been run, look at the numbers. Well, we've run this play 52 times and gotten an average of a half a yard. Throw it out. Don't run it again. Right. You know, the plays that you've run three times and gotten a hundred yards on the three, you keep running them, even if they all get all the way down to your averaging five yards per play. So what? Keep running it because you got some plays that are going backwards, and we have to simplify the playbook and get it down to just what works most of the time, and stop running this silly garbage that doesn't work. Yeah. Ugh. That that's my thought. I mean, we've got to be able to, if ball control, if we can just keep the defense out of trouble, the defense can win for us. If we can just keep them out of trouble, and let them get some rest, they're they're working. They're they're on the field. They have more plays this year than any other defense in the NFL. Our defense is on the field more than any other defense in the NFL. If we can just turn that around a little bit, I think, you know, we have a we have we can have a shot at not being embarrassed this year. We can if we go on a six game winning streak, we're fantastic. I don't predict that. So don't quote me. But if we go four and two, we're in the we're in a conversation. We we might not make the playoffs at four and two, and we might make the playoffs because that would put us at ten and I'm sorry. There's not that many games. Yeah, there is. There's yeah. four and two. That would put us at at nine and seven, if we go four and two. It's possible that doesn't make the playoffs, but you got to do it and see what happens. Right. You know, hey, right now, uh, uh, that team up north is way ahead of everybody, but if if, if Rogers uh, 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 sprains his ankle and he can't play. I don't think that team beats beats too many people. You know, anything can happen. It's the NFL. You know, so we just got to do our job. And I think it starts with, you know, 
get get the front three, the, the, the center and the two guards. I agree 100% with Miller. Protect that spot. You, you, you're not going to get the whole line. Protect that spot. And, and honestly, and, and, and you got to get the run game going. Put two tight ends out there. And I'm begging for this. Thought we were going to do it again. Put two tight ends out there. Give the ball to Null and see if we can knock some heads and get a few yards. I don't care if it's three yards a carry. Do it. Two times three is six. That gives us third and four. Right. You know, let's and, and stop. If, if it's third down, run a play that's going to get a first. You know, and, and sorry, I'd rather give the passes. I'd rather see Miller out there. I mean, I'd rather see uh, uh, the rookie Mooney out there um, than I'd rather see Miller. I want to see more Mooney and less Miller. And, you know, it, it's not that Miller's bad, but it's just you can't count on him. You, right. you, you, there are days where he's really, really good, and there are days like yesterday that are just – you know, where it's just like, dude, 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 you can't both cough it up and not make up for it. And, and that's kind of, you know, in the game we won, remember he dropped a touchdown and then he caught the same touchdown pass. So he made up for it. So you, you missed a pass, tipped it right into the safety's hands and boom, uh, uh, it's a pick. It's a big deal. They score a touchdown. You got to catch that next ball that's going through your fingertips. You got to, you got to, you got to put it. You got to say, Hey, I have to catch this. I have to do this because I've got to make up for what happened on the other end. Right. Good players do that. They, they go, okay. You know, you use basketball as an example. You know, if Jordan gives a turnover and there's a fast break and a dunk, Something bad is going to happen to the other team. <laughs> you know, it's not like, oh, good. They're, they're kind of like worried, like, oh, man, we just schooled Jordan and dunked on him. <sighs> right. What's he going to do to us? Right. You know, that's the way the other team should feel like, oh, oh, this guy screwed up. He's going to pay us back. You right. know, um, it's just, it hurts. It hurts. It, it's painful to watch. It's, it's, it's painful to watch. It's painful to watch. And you can't get worse as the season goes on. But our offense is way worse than it was at the beginning. Which is amazing to think. Yeah, it wasn't great at the beginning. Um, right. But it's way worse right now. This again, historically bad performance on Monday Night Football in front of everybody. Um, the special teams. Ugh. <laughs> yep. You know, my sentiments exactly. Well, I'm crying, uncle. <laughs> and I'm disappointed, nephew. <laughs> and, and we're, we're talking, talking bears. bears.